Hey everyone, welcome back to Teenager Therapy. I'm Gael. I'm Thomas. I'm Kayla. I'm Mark. And welcome back to the podcast. Except there's no video this time. Whoa. Is that weird for you guys? If you're used to watching it on YouTube? It's well, weird you for can. us. It's, it's a very little weird. weird for us. Yeah. True, true. We have adjusted to the whole camera thing. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. good. I used to just avoid eye contact by looking at the camera and speaking to you directly. But now there's no one there. So I have to look at someone. I didn't even like looking at the camera. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Lily, during the episodes, I, I would like, like barely look at the camera. Yeah. Really? really? Yeah. I like looking at it. I did. I like looking at myself. Bro. Okay. Yeah. All right. But the whole reason um we don't have the camera this time is because we want to try experimenting with and without the camera and see how it affects um like the intimacy of our like conversations cuz I feel like we haven't really been vulnerable recently. Mm. Um we have very surface level conversations I feel where we share our opinions and our thoughts but we don't really share how we feel. Um, so, and I think the pressure that the camera has on us, it stops us from really being able to be real and be authentically, like, vulnerable. So That's interesting, because I feel like, I wonder if I've, like, subconsciously felt that pressure. Because if I think about it, like, I'm like, I never really felt that. I think... It's the way I've seen it is that we go through phases of like vulnerability. We'll do like a whole month with like good conversations. We're like talking about our feelings and then we like stop for a bit. Um, and maybe that's just the nature of it that it's like not sustainable um, to do it like constantly. But also, I guess sometimes I, I definitely think our conversations have gotten different from when we like started. Because I, I swear to God, like we were, I was like ruthless when we first started like i would ask questions without like a filter um <laughs> and like not really think yeah but now i'm like oh but then if i ask that it could like cause these emotions in them or like you know have these feelings like come out and i don't know yeah. if i necessarily want that so mm. i st- i st- kind of stopped asking questions that would lead to like very vulnerable moments just because i just you wanted to come out naturally not really i just honestly i just didn't want to do it mm. are you scared yeah scared of um i think expressing emotions i think i was just like too i just got like too like i just didn't want to be vulnerable um so i just kind of stopped like before i felt like i was fine but then like the past like maybe year and a half i'm like mm, i don't really feel like sharing or, you know making others share so it's like whatever we'll just do surface level stuff i guess yeah i think I have gotten a lot less vulnerable and a lot less willing to share about my feelings. And I didn't really see it as a problem. I just thought I was growing and, um, you know, just realizing that maybe vulnerability, when you're constantly sharing your problems, it, always, it isn't always the best idea. Um, but I had a very, very vulnerable conversation with some friends the other night. Um, and it made me realize that 
I have not had a vulnerable like discussion like that in forever. I I was sharing things that were uncomfortable to talk about. And I feel like I've never felt that way on the podcast in a really long time. Um and so I don't know. I think the reason for that is because I used to be super, super vulnerable when we first started this podcast. Um, I I wasn't afraid to show um, my emotions or tell you guys my story and really open up about me, you know, my personal life. I didn't have any trouble, like, doing that. But over time, as I kept sharing... And I realized that it felt like nobody really cared, including, you know, I think the people on this podcast and the listeners. And, you know, listen, you know, you guys do reach out to me and I know you guys care and you support me. But when I was being very vulnerable on the podcast episodes in the beginning... I didn't really feel all that supported because at the time I feel like Gael, Mark, Kayla, and Isaac, they didn't really understand how to go about it at first. I feel like we are all kind of immature and clueless on how to comfort people. And, you know, when somebody throws like very heavy things at you, how are you supposed to respond? Um, and I feel that they just weren't very knowledgeable at the time. And because of that, I didn't feel supported. I, over time, I realized that, that my vulnerability really led me nowhere. It, it didn't make me feel better about myself or about what I was doing. And I just didn't feel like anybody cared. Um, so because of that, I slowly stopped. I don't know if you, if you guys have noticed, but I am not as vulnerable anymore. I don't cry as much. I don't really share that many intimate details about my life. And that's just because I don't feel like it's helping me, but I'm trying to redefine that. Um, have you been feeling this way for a long time? Have you been thinking about this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt this way for over a year now. I mm. I don't know. Um, it's it, it's just I felt like I was being so much more vulnerable. Than everybody else on the podcast. Like I put everything out there. And. When I look back on it. Instead of feeling. um, Like. I was freed from something. Like I was. Helping others. I just felt. I just felt like it was harming me. I felt like. I was sharing these problems. To the world. 
and the podcast was just kind of benefiting off of it. I felt like I was being exploited, I guess. Like, my feelings were just being exploited because I was the one who kept having to share, like, such personal details of my life and nobody else would. Yet, we all benefit from this podcast. And when I realized, you know, that was what was going on, I slowly just started to become more reluctant on talking about my feelings. Um, and I don't blame you guys for it. I mean, we were very, very young and it was new to us. And I just so happened to be able to be more vulnerable. Like it was easy. It came easy for me. And it was, I know it was a lot more difficult for you guys. Um, but now I'm realizing that the way I view vulnerability is a lot different than I first viewed it. And I don't know. I, I, I want to be wrong. I don't like the way I see vulnerability now. Um, because I think vulnerability is a good thing. Um, I think it helps a lot of people understand that you're not alone. And there's so many different experiences and emotions that are going on that are like okay to feel. And I feel that our podcast has done a very good job delivering that message. But I think the message got lost when I just kept on doing it. And I didn't really feel supported when I did. I'm sorry you had to feel like we or feel exploited for sharing your feelings. I'm sure you didn't deserve that. Nobody deserves to do that or to feel like that. Um, is it something that we did to make you feel like we were forced to express how you feel? Um, I just remember... Actually, we actually had like a conversation one time, I'm pretty sure, where I said that after very hard episodes, you know, I would be crying and I would very visibly be not okay. But after the podcast, after we were done recording, every, everybody went on to do like whatever. Nobody reached out to me. Nobody checked up on me. Nobody Nobody really cared. Like, it was like, we talked about it on the podcast. Like, or it was like, I talked about it on the podcast. You guys gave very, you know, surface level responses. Responses that, you know, were expected of you guys, right? And then, after that, like, it was like it never even happened. Like I never told you guys. And it hurt. Like I just remember I felt very unsupported. And the podcast didn't feel like a support system to me anymore. It just felt like a job. Like a task. And yeah. Like I was just doing. I was putting so much more energy and sacrificing so much more for this podcast. 
than everybody else. And I didn't feel good about it. So I stopped. And you wanted, and you did all this because you wanted to, right? Yeah. I, I've always wanted to be vulnerable. Vulner- yeah. Like, I, I really do like talking about my feelings um, and sharing my experience because I know it helps a lot because that's what helped me um, go handle my own obstacles in life. It's because of other people's experiences and I take a lot from them and it has allowed me to grow. But it's just, it's the role vulnerability plays in my life now has changed significantly. Mm. What role does it play now? I don't know. It's like before it used to be an outlet. Something that I can do for others. But now it feels like it's something that was destroying me. Like yeah. I, it was eating me away. Every time I talked about my feelings and I was just faced with. Like, I don't know. I just. Nobody cared, and it's hard for me to feel supported through people I don't have in person. You know, like like you listeners. I know so many of you guys have like reached out to me, and I know you guys care. But what I really needed in that moment was for the people around me to care, and I just didn't get that. Hmm. Yeah. That's definitely a problem. Um, and it's something that I remember we used to talk about a lot. I think for a lot of us, it's a common thing because for one, in that specific situation, I remember we were obviously all still young, like you said. So mm-hmm. we weren't as emotionally intelligent as we are now. Like we just didn't know what to do so we're like i don't know what to do i'm just not going to do anything about it um and honestly i i think that's like it sucks you had to go through that because i'm sure it did hurt a lot and i i understand what you mean by like the more that you were vulnerable the more you got hurt because it was sort of like the the worst that your expectations or whatever just kept getting crushed right like you share your problems and you expect you expect support and so when that support isn't there you just feel bad about yourself so like obviously doesn't make sense as to why you would keep doing it because it was just hurting you um yeah so now it's like i kind of regret everything and i know i shouldn't um but i do it's like you could regret it honestly i think like we're all just doing our best my entire life is out there like Things that I felt like I should have kept to myself. It's out there. And there's nothing I can do about it. And it makes me just feel so exposed. Mm. And I just know that a lot of people perceive me in like very certain ways because of what I've said. And so it really messes with how I'm supposed to perceive myself. And 
don't know. So you're like, it upsets you that you feel like you don't have control of your image. Yeah, that's like a part of it. Um, a part of it has to do that I've given so much of myself out there, and it's available to everybody. Yet. I just, I don't know. Sometimes I wish that I just kept things private and I wasn't so open about, you know, the personal details of mm-hmm. my life. Do you think that, like, people have a negative perception of you? Is that why, like, it affects you so much? Or It's not just perception. It's not, like, it's... It's just the fact that so much of myself is out there. And I feel like, I, yeah, I don't really have control over it. Um, and so what's your fear over that? Over not having that control? What are you scared of? Does it come from, like, your perfectionist nature, maybe? That, like, it gives you anxiety that... A part of it has to do with that, yes. Like, how people perceive me okay. and... And so what's the other part? Do you know? I'm not sure exactly. I'm Yeah, I think it just gives people the ability to hurt me. To like know things when they shouldn't. That mm. I don't know if I want everybody to know those things. Know about those you. things about okay. me because uh, So it's just like an anxiety that you're getting. Like, what can people do with it? Sure. What people can do with it, how people can perceive it, things like that. Have you experienced any of these negative things as a result of your vulnerability? People just listen. Mm. And then they say I was crying on the podcast, and I'm just like, oh, okay. And And that just, like, it makes me regret putting that out there because i don't want you to see me cry i don't like like you know before you even talk to me you already have seen me cry you have already heard like the hardest things i've gone through in my life and i don't know it's it's hard to I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I really don't know. Mm. Um, well, I'm glad you shared your point of view because I feel like mine is similar, but I feel like maybe the opposite. Um, I've never, I don't relate in like the way you feel about how vulnerability is like hurting you. I've definitely experienced the same feelings of sharing something that like was really hurting me during the podcast and nothing really happened as a result or like no one checked up on me or no one like supported me after that. Um, and it did hurt a lot in the moment, but I also have just never thought about it, which is probably a bad thing. Uh, maybe I should have took some time to think about it but um i mean from the times that i have been vulnerable yeah i 
I experienced the same things of like, no one really checked up on me. But I also try not to, I don't really blame anyone for it because like, I know that just we're all going through things. And so I honestly just put, I just set my expectations really low and I'm just like, I I just try to be really understanding, maybe sometimes to a fault. Um, And when it comes to vulnerability and the fact that like people can listen to the podcast and know a lot of like intimate details about me before I even like talk to them. So like I can meet someone new and they already know a lot about me, but I know nothing about them. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I definitely don't feel like similarly to you. Um, so it's just like it's we just have completely opposite viewpoints. I guess in in my eyes I just I don't I don't think about it. Or even if I try to think about the fact that everyone has a perception of me, like some people think I'm like really stupid or really dumb, like whatever. It doesn't affect me because I I I think my mind just doesn't truly understand maybe the impact of it um so i i don't know i just don't feel any emotional impact like i if i like for example if i see if i go on tiktok and like there's a bunch of like hate comments because i said something wrong it definitely gets me a little anxious and i start feeling a little bit of anxiety but it goes away and i never think about it again so yeah I don't know, um, but yeah, like for me, I know that vulnerability isn't a bad thing. That's the thing. Like, I, I know that it can always be a good thing. I feel that the only reason I had a bad experience being vulnerable is just because the people around me just weren't ready, and that's why I'm trying to redefine the way I view vulnerability. And that kind of starts by this. Like, I'm opening up about this whole situation, and I think it's a very good start to it. Um, so, yeah. I, I Vulnerability isn't a bad thing, and I'm trying to, like, transform that, I guess. If that makes sense. Like, it's not a bad thing. I really got to emphasize that. Um, Yeah, so I'm trying to open up more on the podcast because I do realize that I feel we aren't very vulnerable anymore. We, we, I feel like the message got lost. Like, interesting. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, um, I feel that to an extent. I feel like we're not maybe as vulnerable. Like, we don't share a lot of, like... I think before when we started the podcast, we yeah. used to, like, share and talk about, like, a lot of, like, the personal things that happened, like, between us and, like, mm-hmm. between our relationships and everything. And now it's just sort of, like... One, just giving our thoughts on the subject and then maybe, like, opening up about how, like, it affects us personally, but maybe not necessarily... Um that like deeper level as a group so 
that's how I see it has changed. Um, cause there's, we're still definitely very vulnerable considering like some of the things that we've talked about. Um, or at least I've been. Um, do you feel like you haven't been vulnerable in a while? I feel like I've been, but mm. it's a completely different kind of vulnerability. Okay. It's like, yeah, we are talking about, you know, our thoughts and feelings, but it's not the kind of vulnerability that we have been advocating from the beginning. Mm. It's, or that's just like how I feel. Okay. Um, like I, like when was the last time we ever really like kind of dived into depression and the role that plays into our lives now? I, I don't remember the last time we we talked about that. And mm. the thing is, like, it does play a role still. Like, well, was that just like a specific example? Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. I guess I don't know. It's weird because when we all go through different issues, like. It's odd. Like, if I'm talking about first-gen guilt and I'm being really vulnerable and everyone else isn't, a lot of the times it's like no one else feels that way. So sometimes for certain subjects, like, I have felt like, well, no one's being vulnerable. But then I'm like, wait, you can't really be. Um, I see what you mean. So it feels weird sometimes when you're the only one sharing because you're like, oh, do you guys not have anything at all? But it's also like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You don't. You just haven't experienced it. I, I agree. Um, sorry, there's like a lot to unpack here, and I was like trying to take notes in my head, but mm-hmm. um, I guess I'll start with like, um, how people like view me, like based on vulnerability, like through the podcast, and I guess it's sort of like Kyle, where it doesn't fully register in my brain that people i don't know have this access to me like i think about it like i know that people listen and like people that have come up to us listen but it doesn't fully register itself to the point where like it'll have a really bad effect on me it's sort of where like i'm like okay cool like oh you saw me cry that's awkward um but i just i don't remember it really it's like I'll forget about this interaction soon, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think how you said, God, like it's sometimes hard because you feel like nobody else in the podcast has like been through similar experience as you. So then it's sort of like a stalemate where it's like, I went through this, but you guys didn't and so it's just me saying it out loud but what do i like what's the point in that that's how i view it Mm -hmm. yeah exactly like i mean like you said in your first point of just forgetting about it i think a lot of it the reason it doesn't affect me as much as maybe you thomas is i i think i just don't care enough i don't put value i guess in the fact that like people have this perception of me because um i just i don't know i feel like it's different because um the reason why it affects me more i think um is that it's like a culmination of like everything like 
I think it's safe to say that I have put a like a significant amount more. Like I know this isn't like a competition, and I'm not trying to invalidate anybody um, for like not sharing as much or not being as vulnerable. But I think it's just important to acknowledge the fact that I have put a lot more of myself into this. I that's why it's a lot harder for me to just be like oh yeah like i don't really care because you know it's, it, it it is like that like when people come up to me i don't really think about it but because of everything i've done and when i you know consider that i start to realize the mistake i made mm. so you just put more than everyone else or, like, you feel like since you put so much more, it affects you more because you have kind of, like, a bigger state. Or a bigger, you took, like, a bigger risk by sharing more. Well, I guess, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that you have to feel that way. Yeah, but it's not your fault. Like, it's not oh, anybody's sure. fault. That's the thing. Like, yeah. nobody is the antagonizer. <clears throat> nobody, like, nobody did anything wrong. It was just... Mm-hmm. A very poor. Um, I think it was just a order of events, like it's difference just, in mindset. Yeah, it was just we all had a lot of growing to do. Yeah, different paces in growing in maturity. Um, like nobody is to blame for how, like, like what happened to me. Like nothing. Mm-hmm. Like nobody. It's nobody's mm-hmm. fault. That's the thing. It's yeah. just a situation that i like just fell into yeah and i didn't realize the effect it had on me until recently i guess mm-hmm. um yeah yeah it's, it's interesting that we all share this one experience the podcast but we all have different reactions to how we went about this podcast um, like for example, Thomas, you put a lot of yourself into this, and this was a consequence that you went through. And then, for somebody that's like not as vulnerable, let's say maybe me or Isaac or Kayla, um, we don't really experience the same thing that you did. And I can see how that's unfair. You get what I mean? And there was also a different point of view of, um, like you said, emotional intelligence. We really had like a lot of room to grow. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I I just hope I just want you to know that all the things you said in the podcast they don't define you right now. There, that's yeah, because that's exactly how I feel. Yeah, there were there different you there you but in a different stage of your life. Yeah, the way I look at it. Um, Because I do feel embarrassed when somebody brings up me in like a past episode because I listen to the episodes and I don't like the way I talk or the way I said things. But I understand that that person that's talking in the episode is not me, not me right now. Mm -hmm. It was a totally different person of different experiences. Yeah, exactly. And it's good to know that like some people view it that way. Yeah. But... I just know that there are probably a lot of people who 
don't really notice the change. Like, mm-hmm. it's like the same person. Because, you know, to them, they're just listening podcast after podcast after podcast. And it's all, oh, yeah. like, just in, in, like, the same day. Yeah. But this is, it, it has been three years. Like, I have become such a different person since then. But, we I mean, we all have become, like, very different people. Yeah. But it's, I guess it's hard to realize that when you're just listening to a conversation mm-hmm. after conversation and after conversation. Yeah. But do you know that you're a different person from... Yeah. It's just the perspective of, like, other people yeah. that gets... It just... Yeah, it just seems like you're, like, very scared that people are going to have, like, a negative perception of you. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I guess. So what are you doing to kind of get over that do you think it's a confidence thing of like being okay like you know even if people are listening to episodes that are three years um, old and they don't like me right now like that's okay like if they don't like me they don't like me it's not necessarily like they don't like me it's just that mm. so much of myself is open to them like that i mean i just feel that Like, yeah, I mean, it's literally what I said earlier, where I'm redefining vulnerability Mm -hmm. by, you know, being vulnerable again. Like, Mm -hmm. that's it. I know it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I know my experiences did help a lot of people. And, um, you know. You just had, like, the perception that it was going to hurt you. So you're trying to get over that? I'm sorry, what? Because you said how, like, you felt like your vulnerability was just hurting you. So you kind of stopped being vulnerable. It was hurting me because of the lack of support mm-hmm. I was being given and how I felt exploited by the podcast. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now, how do you feel about vulnerability? I know that vulnerability is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But along the journey mm-hmm. of that, I had a bad experience mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I saw it in a bad way. Mm-hmm. But now that, you know, I've had time to reflect on everything and um, really understand um, how my vulnerability has helped other people, mm-hmm. it allows me to be able to try again and not have a bad uh, connotation with mm. vulnerability yeah that's good that's good um but yeah that's just i thought i was gonna give like a quick little like mm, i want to say 10 minutes into that like oh um this is just how i've been how i felt about like the past like year or so but i'm ready to open up again that's basically yeah. what i was trying to get at and I didn't realize it would take up so much of the yeah. um, conversation. Uh-huh. But um, I think really, it was needed. Yeah, because, it was, like, yeah, no, no, yeah. No. It's it, been it, something it, it's that's not a bad thing. It's just, for a long it was a time. whole topic in its own. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really interesting just how we all have like this shared experience, but the way we, like you said, Mark, the way we cope and react with it is it's so different. different. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It shows. It really does show like how your mentality shifts your perspective on oh, something sure. that's objectively mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. Um. Which just, I guess, honestly, the biggest lesson is, like, 
like just realizing what perspective you're gonna take with things yeah. like your perspective used to be like it's bad i'm not gonna do it now you're trying to change that perspective mm-hmm. and you could argue that once you change it like your mental health might increase or might improve and it all had to do with like your perspective on something mm. yeah. it could be something so simple but it could be the hardest thing to change mm-hmm. just viewing yeah. it in a good light I think at, like I'm at a point in my life where I have grown so much and just like my emotion my emotional intelligence has really like flourished like I feel like I can handle a lot more mm-hmm. and be mature about situations um and I'm just like a completely like different person now I guess vulnerability is hard, but it's necessary and it also just depends a lot on how you see it. And vulnerability can backfire sometimes. Like, you know, opening up to the wrong people in a not-so-safe space. Because I feel like we've said that you can never go wrong with vulnerability. No, you can't. But in fact, you can. So please disregard what we said in the past. Um... It can go wrong. You just really have to... It's a double-edged sword, right? Yeah, High risk, high reward. Yeah, exactly. Because you're putting a lot of trust into others when you are yeah. being vulnerable. And with that trust, it can be betrayed. And it can, you know, just go wrong. Mm-hmm. So, you know, choose, I think that's something you can take away from this episode. Yeah. Choose wisely on who you give the power to hurt you. Um, yeah. And we're giving you all the power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't hurt A couple us. thousand people. Don't hurt us, guys. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Let us know how you felt about the video. I'll leave a poll. Actually, this is a good opportunity because Spotify introduced a feature where you could add polls and Q&As on episode descriptions. <laughs> so if you go to the episode description of this, you'll be able to like see a poll and a question. So um, let us know. Do you miss the video when there is none? Um, and uh, maybe I'll ask a question, but I, I haven't thought about I, it yet. I feel like the lack of camera gave us like a lot more freedom to be vulnerable because i feel like it limits us but yeah i feel like this conversation definitely would not have been as good if there was a camera pointing at us while we were speaking Mm. see change of perspective didn't feel a difference (laughs) at all so so wild anyways guys thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the next episode bye bye